Hey, it's your blended family guy, Marcus Holmes. I have a show today. I have the real bar nets on the show. I have Don and Tanya. It's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner, guys. I mean, we're talking about true transparency. Um, the platform that both of them are building, the book. Um, I mean, it's it's gonna be a good show. So you wanna tune in, you wanna share this. Remember, sharing is caring. And we're gonna be giving away three books. We're gonna be giving away three autographed books on today's show to those that are participating, adding their 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 the adding to the conversation. Um, we're gonna try to go about an hour, but when it gets good, y'all, you know me enough now. It goes a little bit longer, and I'm gonna be trying to I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep Don away from the barbecue that he just cooked. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to do it, but I'm excited. So, guys, little bit about me. If you've never heard of the blended family guy, my name is Marcus Holmes. I'm in a blended family, but it goes bigger and deeper than just being blended from a family perspective. Yes, I have a 25 year old daughter that I've been raising. I have a seven year old son who loves to just pop in his head. Say hello to Miss Tanya and Mr. and Mr. Don. Hi. He just lost his front tooth about, about three weeks ago. So he's, uh, he's doing good. He's hungry. And um, his grandmother is making him some macaroni and cheese, I think, right now. Yeah, my mac and cheese is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. She made some uh, some some of her world famous spaghetti, but we are doing good right now. Um, that's what it's about, y'all. So this show, um, we were talk touching base before um, the call started, and we were just saying sometimes you know you'll see family walk in. This is a real show. This is about real life. Um, I want my son to always know as I'm looking at him right now that, you know, I'm infringing on his quality time doing this. I love sharing. I love this platform of helping people, but it will never come before family. Right. And so I always want him to be a part of the show to let him know he's welcome uh, and he can pop his little head in at any time. Um, I see Colette is on. Hey, Colette, how are you doing? Um, Colette. Sharing is caring. Share, share, and share often. Um, this is going to be a good show. I'm excited. It's going to get. It's going to be nice and juicy. Um, we're going to talk on the real stuff about marriage, what it takes, but we're also going to talk to Don and Tanya from a business perspective, how they're building their platform. If some of you are wondering, well, man, how did she get on Oprah Winfrey's network? She's going to touch on what do you need to do to lead up to that? That just didn't happen overnight. All right. That's a lot of networking. That's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of intentional um, time management. So we're going to touch on that. How did her and Don do that? Don's coming out with the book. We're going to touch on that. So there's a lot of good nuggets that are going to be dropped on this show today. I want you to share it. Again, Marcus Holmes, we're going to be doing all the call to actions. You know, want you to share this. I'm going to give you where else you can follow the Barnetts as well as myself. But guys, I've been married 17 years. This thing is not easy. Being in a blended family is not for punks. Y'all know that that's my tagline too. Being in a blended family is not for punks. All right. It's not easy. But we have the Barnetts here today. 
to help you through that process. And if I can't help you, they can't. If they can't help you, there is somebody that can. Oh, and we have the man who makes it happen. My father, what's going on, dad? That, <laughs> but, hey, the Bar- Barnetts, I'm just letting you know, my dad, he joins the show every, every Sunday that he can. And he's always adding some good commentary. This man, him and my mom have been married, uh, I think, what, 40? 243 might be 45 years. I know your parents are uh, up in that range as well, Tanya. Yep. Um, they were married in 1971. So about 47, yeah, 47 years. Dad, tell me how long y'all been married. I, I lose count um, <laughs> after 40, but man, they've been together and, um, you know, they're, uh, Tanya, you know, same, um, you know, I, I, my mom and dad have been married. But we're going to be touching on that inner, those inner child issues, the, the traumas that you didn't know, Don, that you had in terms of the hospitals. I just love the transparency there because I had a show last week with uh, Dr. Sandra Steen, and we were talking about how those, those childhood traumas can affect you in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you don't deal with them quickly and effectively and properly, it can really um, almost dismantle a marriage. So we're going to be touching on that. So dad says that they've been married 46 years in September. 46 okay. years in September. Okay. That's what's yeah. Up. Yeah, that, that is, that is. Thank you, Colette, for, for sharing. Um, let's dive right into this. This is a really great, I, I want to, yeah, go thumbs, ahead. Two thumbs up to your dad for remembering. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's the one, um, my dad is meticulous. Uh, Gets up still 5 a.m. He's retired, Don, um, but he's just meticulous. He still reads every day. I mean, he's just a really meticulous guy. Um, but yeah, 46 in September. Um, hey, Aunt Cookie, I see you're joining in. She's looking forward to the show. Aunt Cookie used to be the uh, one of the uh, producers of Eddie Long's uh, Emmy Award winning show um, back in the day when um, uh, Bishop Eddie Long was doing that. So I'm really excited to have her on, and I know she's looking forward to today's show. Uh, let's let's get some background on the Barnetts. Yeah, y'all go ahead. Tell us tell us what's going on. Ted, give us some background, Tanya. Let All the world. Right, so we um we've been married 19 years. We just celebrated 19 years um last month, June. So we celebrated 19 years. We are a blended family. Um, my husband married me when my daughter was seven years old. Um, and she's now 26, thriving, doing fantastic. Um, and so um, it was it was a challenge. It really was a challenge. Um, I don't think I knew anyone that had a blended family. Um, so I didn't have any anyone to uh, pull off of. Um, and it was it was tough. It was tough relinquishing some of that control. Um, it was tough because Dom was raised. Um, I, I was raised in a very controlling household where he, it was just kind of like, you know, you go in the refrigerator whenever you want to. In our house, it was ask mama before you yes. in the refrigerator, you know, that type of thing. So it really was a challenge for the both of us blending. Um, he didn't have any children. I had my daughter. But it was like after we got through some of those growing pains of becoming one family, um, you know, it was, it was kind of smooth sailing. Of course, you had the teenage angst and all that other stuff that we had going on, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy to say that now he's a great grand, he's a great grandfather to our grandson, which is our daughter's um, son. And I think he talks to her more 
<laughs> like three times a day more than I do. So, you know, it, it can happen. And so I want to tell people it can happen. I mean, she and my husband, that is daddy to her, you know, um, and she would have it no other way. So for those awesome. of you who, who may have a younger um, blended family, it can be done. We did it. Yeah. And, um, you know, our children turned out okay. And so, um, want to say anything else there? You didn't ask me that. Okay. <laughs> so Don, I, I, but but I'm about to right. Get, where are y'all from? You know, I I've read the book, and there's about to be. I think um, uh, we're going to be putting some call to actions on people getting the book and where to find you. But how did y'all meet? I think that kind of sets the tone. If you can summarize it in a in a in a. You know, I mean, I, you know, I know I read it in, in the book and y'all, I'm just telling you, this is the book. If you can multitask, go get the book. It's on Amazon. Being a wife just got real. This is the book. All right. I want you to I want to let you know my wife read it on a flight. Um, I can't remember where. And it was transformative for her. Your transparency. And this is my tagline. My transparency, your deliverance, your transparency help my wife. Wow. Um, and so it's, it's going to be, um, uh, y'all need to go to Amazon being a wife just got real by Tanya Barnett. I want to know how y'all met. I want to let the people understand the genesis of how this all happened. Okay. I'm going to talk. Okay. I'm a talk. He has his version. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Like um, at the time when we met, I was a, I was a school teacher. And I went to I went to a new doctor and it just so happened to be her first day and my first day at the doctor. So, you know, she was, um, you know, I was getting like a physical and, you know, the whole thing. And then she had to give me some shots. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm in there. So, you know, she's flirting, you know, and I'm flirting back. And to make a very long story short, because I could tell this for days, <laughs> she she ended up giving me her mama's number her phone number to her apartment, her cell phone number, and I had the office number. So I had four ways to work it down here. Right. You know what I'm so I had it locked down early. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Tanya, I, I, you admitted it in the book. So right. 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 <laughs> what Tom said is the it's truth. The way he says it. You know, I'm just like, I'm a matter of fact. He hypes it up. That's all. <laughs> I mean, but it's all true. So, Don, this is good. I mean, now, now we have the initial um, meeting, but then Tanya, what happened? I mean, it's like you, you, you didn't like Don's uh, uh, form of chivalry. I mean, pieces. <laughs> You didn't like his form of chivalry, and you dropped Don. What was that all about? And tell me, let the audience know what happened and what trend, what what kind of brought Don back into the picture. Um, he he was coming by my job, um, bringing me. You remember the dollar flowers from Seven Eleven that you could buy, and he would bring me like a dollar rose or like a Reese's cup or something like that to my job rather frequently. And I'm just being honest, no one had ever done that. He put lockdown. <laughs> no one had ever done that before. And so it kind of felt like invasive to me. Like every time I turn around here, he was. Um, and so it just, it just, it, we just didn't click um, initially. And it just so happened, uh, 
so that was like a month. We 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 try to make it work, um, but it didn't. So then a couple months later, he happened to call the doctor's office again, and he wanted to speak to the doctor, but the doctor wasn't available. Um, and so I was like, well, can you know how can I help you? And so before we got the phone, it was like we had another date, and um, six months later, we were married. Yeah, you see how she want to come back home. That's what I was trying to get at, Tanya. Yeah, you can't, you, Don already knew. And I think that's the beauty of a guy. We know it. I mean, it, it sounds like, Don, you knew this was the one. Well, I was really just like, I was being nice to her. You know what I'm saying? I was, um, I was showing her some things that she never saw before. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, she knew nobody was like treating her good like that. And that was just just my personality. That's just how I was, you know. Like for real, you know, that's my personality. Yeah, it is. It is. So he's a giver. He's so, a big giver. Okay. You know, it was like one of those things where it was nothing for me to show her kindness and give her respect. But but she she kind of clowned me because she wasn't used to being able to receive that kind of respect. Mm -hmm. You know true. what I'm saying? And I think a lot of black women, and that's something that I deal with when I work with the women that I talk to, we're not used to, I won't, I won't generalize. A lot of us have not been treated well by, by men. And wow. so it's hard for us to receive that because then we think, oh, he's a punk or he's soft or he's this or he's that. Or he when, must want something. Or he must want something when really that could just be his heart that he's a giver. And I didn't realize my husband was a giver at the time. Wow. Um so you you get married mm -hmm. six months after you know the the the, the re-encounter mm -hmm. and then what happens, right? I mean, I'm reading the book, so family, y'all are I'm I'm leading you through the book and we're gonna jump in and out of the storyline, but I'm gonna tell you it gets real. And and it's funny, I see what me saying it, I'm reading the book and I'm like, man, that. That, that just got real. Touch on what happened. I mean, six months in, you get married after that, and then real life hits. What happened? Can you tell everybody? I mean, just all hell broke loose. <laughs> um, you know, we, I wound up getting sick, um, going on bed rest. And I don't want to give too much away because I want people to buy the book. Um, but, you know, I just wound up being on bed rest. And then um, my husband was stuck with, okay, now I have this kid I have to take care of. What am I doing? Because I've never been a you know, father or whatever. Um, so thankfully, his, his family in Pennsylvania immediately stepped in and was like, however long y'all need us to watch her, we'll do it. So he drove her to Pennsylvania and they kept her, I think, the whole entire summer, right before school started. Because this happened like right after we got married, I got sick. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it just, and then after that, just some other things transpired and it took years to build us back up from, you know, all the craziness that we had. Wow. So the book, right. We want people to go buy it, mm -hmm. but this book was born from, and I always say the struggle is real. People don't really when you're able to tap into the pain of a situation and understand that, you know what, I'm on the other side of it and I need to share this so somebody else doesn't have to go through it. That's, that's, that's a true testimony. Um, what gave you the idea to do this book? 
Um, honestly, I just one day I was sitting at my laptop um, and I kept hearing this nagging voice to tell my story. Um, at the time, I didn't know what that story was. Um, and it just kept nagging me and nagging me and nagging me. And so um, I just sat down and just typed out maybe like a paragraph or so. And um, I set my book down. And I ran into um, this young lady who's now my mentor. And we were just talking. And she's like, oh, my God, you got a, you got a story to tell. And so I told her, well, you know what? I started writing, you know, just putting my thoughts down on paper or whatever. And asked her, could I send it to her? And um, the minute she saw my, like, rough, rough draft, she was like, oh, my gosh, this is a book. You got to you gotta get your story out there. You're going to help so many marriages, so many women. Um, she was like, we got to get this book out. And so... I um she gave me a deadline of when the book had to be done. It just so happened I was going on a girls trip um to Mexico and I finished the book um on the beach <laughs> in Mexico. Um it's seven full days. I just wrote all day every day, just all day every day and um that's how my book was born. So let's touch on I know we wanted to touch on three things. One how to survive an affair to catastrophic loss. And I mean, again, I don't want to give away too much because we want you to go buy the book, y'all, because it is a great read. I have two. I think my wife just gave one of the copies to her best friend, I believe. Um, we, so we have one here in the house and we're buying three for three amazing men or women um, that that are active participants on this show. You got to be live to do it. If you're in the conversation, you're adding volume. You're adding some some good commentary. Um, Tanya is going to sign, you know, and autograph that book especially to you. Compliments of the blended family guy and my wife Crystal. Um, we're going to do that. So that being said, um, let's touch on that first one. Let's get into it because I think right now Tanya Dawn. There's, it's so easy in today's society with um, digital, you know, um, you know, you can have you can have an online affair. You can have whereas before before the Internet came about, it normally had to be an office romance or, um, you know, it, it had to be some something in in person. But I want you to help all those people that are saying, man, how do we survive it? What do we do? What is your advice, Don, Tanya? Tell us, um, because I think that's huge. Well, for us, um, it was an emotional affair that lasted for about a year. Um, and it really started from my husband and I were not in a good place together. Um, and so um, someone um, came, into, came into my life from the past. And just really started innocently, you know, just saying sweet nothings and, you know, oh, you're doing so great and da da da. Um, and then it just began to escalate. Um, and so my husband wound up finding out about it. And um, at the time, I was devastated when he found out. Um, and so for us, we really had to get clear on how do we get here? And then that's when my husband, he really did some soul searching as well. And I think that's that's one of the things people need to understand is that both people play some role in another um, spouse feeling in, not valued or whatever. So it's just not something that happens out of a vacuum. You just wake up one day and boom, you know, you're in this thing. There's there's things leading up to it, clues, 
Um, and when I say clues, I'm talking about between the two of you, not, not okay, left their phone open or something on. I'm talking about connecting, right. right. something's not going on, you know, intimacy is, is falling off and things of that nature. Um, so I'll let Don, you know, share how we were able to, how, how we were able to overcome it. Well, <clears throat> well can we ask the question? Yeah. No, 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 no. I love God. God's like me. Look, He's uh, a man. He's right here. <laughs> the same way. I'd be like, well, babe, uh, go ahead, Don. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, no, because I know my, my wife is one of them kind of people she. <laughs> but um, um, when, when well, I discovered the information on um, the laptop. And it wasn't like a thing where I was like looking for it or anything like that. I was just kind of. It actually was like Thanksgiving or something like that, and I was looking for football scores, and we was going, I was going to talk some trash about the games coming up because you know the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving, you know. So you know I'm a Cowboys fan, so we was just, yeah. So you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go all in, you know. And then I see like you know this the images pop up on the on on her Facebook page. I'm like, huh? And, and, you know, I'm reading these things and, like, dude was, like, really going in, like, yo, I'm just like, really? So, you know, I call, I tell her, what's this? And then, you know, I was, no, I was really mad. And I, um, you know, we we went upstairs. We, But then I, I just really didn't want to be bothered in the same breath because I was mad. But, um, you know, after having some time to think about it, like, just rationally, without all the emotion in it, you know, um, I had to take responsibility for for the role that I played in um, my wife's um, emotional affair because I wasn't being attentive, I wasn't doing the things that she needed. Um, you know, I'm just I'm thinking like I'm checking all the boxes, I'm paying your bills, I'm taking care of the house, I'm doing all these things. Just fall back and chill. You're good, you know. <laughs> And um, really, she wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take ownership of that, you know, wow. because as her husband, it's my responsibility to make sure to check the temperature in the house and make sure everything is good. And when I mean check the temperature, meaning like, you know, between her, my kids, everything we got going on, that's our responsibility is to make sure our house is good. And I was making sure our house was good financially but emotionally, you know, um, I just was not present um, with my wife at all, you know, wow. which, which led to that. And I, I can own that. I can own that, you know. Um, so I, I take full responsibility um, for her actions. Now, granted, I'm not saying what she did is right. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I see how she got there because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Yeah, and, and I think we both at that point in life, we both were on autopilot because our kids were like in soccer, cheer, Girl Scouts. We were active in church. So we were just kind of like on autopilot. So we really were missing each other um, and not tending to each other's needs, basically. You know, I wasn't tending to his. He wasn't tending to mine. And that's just kind of how we had that disconnect. We look good outside of our house. We look good in church. We look good, you know, at, at the cheer competitions and at the wow. football games because I was football mom, you know, team mom and all this other stuff. But on good. the other side, we were jacked up. 
You know, this is why I, I had to have you on the show because I had ordered the book. I'm the guy, I'm the one who had ordered the book, um, Tanya, about, yeah, I think it's been, when did your book um, initially get released? Uh, 2016. Okay, so it was summer of 2017. Okay. And I was um, doing some research on blended families. Your name came up and I ordered two copies. Oh, wow, okay. But I, I, I'm always constantly ordering books. But you know why y'all are on this show? It was, again, because my wife, she just, um, because we have, you know, you see our little library right in the back here. I had started reading, but my wife, she took the book. And when I just saw her excitement um, over it, it just, I was like, wow, I I, got to have y'all on. And to that point, Don, it takes a real man and a real person to say, you know what? I have some culpability in this. That's huge, man. And to be honest, you don't have people that'll normally do that when they're they're the ones um, who could be offended. And, and and I'm sure you still were, but the point is that you took on some of that responsibility. That's huge. And even to say that you were emotionally absent, um, that just, Don, I'm gonna tell you, man, I just met you for the first time today, but I can already say, man, you're you're right here. You, I mean, you're right up here with me because most men don't know how to do that. I think they want to, but pride, mm-hmm. um, the male ego can come in. So, um, Doc, I can't wait for you to come out with your book so I can have you on the show. But because, and, and let me say this, guys, and me and my wife joke. Me and my, and I mean, we joke, but we're, but I'm not joking. I've told my wife before. I said, honey, if if you ever, you know, stepped out on me, I said, honey, I just, I don't know if I could survive it. I said, I don't know if my ego would let me. And she said, well, babe, if you stepped out on me, you know, I, I know we could, we would stay together. And we joke about it, but I'm like, I, Don, you're, you're, you're the man. And, and I'm serious. I'm looking up to you because wow. I would, and I'm being honest, I, I don't know if I could do that. But that's why I need men in my life that have said they can, because normally it can be the other way around, right? I'm telling you, man, I'm looking up to you, man. I hope there's some men out there that are saying, wow, this dude is real. And correct me if I'm wrong, Don, um, what what frat are you part of? The only one there is. (laughs) (laughs) Don, I'm just, you are the man. You are the man, and and I'm being honest when I say that, um, Tom, you got a good man because I don't know too many that could do that. But that's why y'all are here. That's why I see y'all are on the Oprah Winfrey Network because your story is phenomenal. Um, that being said, and I'm getting, you know, we're getting a whole lot of commentary. We got, you know, society doesn't endorse men taking ownership of anything on an emotional level. Don't break the mold. That's that's my aunt Cookie talking. And she's spot on. So Don, you 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 got you got some some ladies out there that are cheering uh, that are cheering you on because again you're taking on something that society and I agree with uh I agree with uh, my aunt Cookie. Society, I mean, let's look at it at all levels. They don't ask men to take emotional responsibility for too much of anything nowadays. Right. So I, I I applaud you, my friend. I do. Yeah. So that being said, um. We got the emotion, you know, the Don, how did you reconcile 
I mean, one, you admitted it, but how did you get better and become emotionally present so this wouldn't happen again? Well, I had to deal like with my own stuff, man. Um, I had a lot of things going on, like from my past. I allowed my past to seep into my present. So I'm trying to deal with that. Um, just the day-to-day grind of working, taking care of the house, taking care of my wife. And then like she said earlier before that, you know, we weren't getting along. So, you know, I'm hearing all this and, you know, really, I just got lost in it all. I got lost in it all. So from that point on, you know, which led to me going to counseling, which led to me just um, spending more time, like realistically in my Bible, you know, with myself, some quiet time, just because it's like, you know, I had a foundation in that. Like my grandmother, before she passed away, she always took me to church. You know what I'm saying? So even though like, you know, I might have strayed away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I really needed it, it was like, wow, bam, there it is. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the first thing that came to mind to do was when I was dealing with all this because I couldn't handle it. It was just too much. You know, so like I really had to pray. And that's why I wanted my wife just to leave me alone. Let me think. Let me get this together. Let me let me focus on that because that allowed me that I had the space to then like think rationally, think soberly, to pray, get my thoughts together, to realize like, yo, dude, it's easy to point the finger at somebody else. But what did you do? You know what I'm saying? What did you do? So from that point on, you know, I realized I had to make changes. And, you know, I never held it over my wife's head. The only time I ever we ever talk about this is when we're on like a show like this or somewhere else. I never bring it up to her. I never say, well, remember what you did two years ago, this, that, this, because that's non-productive. Do you see what I'm saying? When I forgave her, I forgave her and we was done with it. You see what I'm saying? And um, so so it was just like one of those things, man, where I just I just really just purposed in my heart that I'm going to forgive my wife because I'm not I'm not perfect either. Do you understand what I'm saying? There, there, there's stuff that that, you know, I do that's probably annoying to her. Do you see what I'm saying? But um, I knew my wife needed me in that moment. Even, like I know people say, well, well, dad, she's the one that messed up just that this. But she needed me, man. Like she was legitimately hurting behind all of this. Do you see what I'm saying? And yeah, I could have I could have been like, okay, boom, you done gave me my get out of jail free card. I'm going to go do something or I'm leaving. I'm going to go this. But no, but that's not my heart to be spiteful like that. Do you see what I'm saying? So I forgave my wife. I moved on. We enjoyed Christmas dinner, um, Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, if anything, she would nag me about it. Like, you, I'm fine, man. Leave me. <laughs> Let me be. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Let's let's just keep it moving. We we good. I forgave you. We moved on. You know what I'm saying? Because she she understood what my wife is a very intelligent woman. She knows right from wrong. She don't need me like um pounding in it like you know you did this. You know what you did. You no, she don't need that. She she needed me to love her, embrace her, and let her know that everything is gonna be all right. That's what she needed. You know what I'm saying? She didn't need me like, this is what you did. This is what you did. This is what you did. No, she didn't need that. Wow. Don, I'm, I'm getting goose pimples, right? Because 
this is what true forgiveness is about. Um, family, if you're listening to this, I want you to share this. Why? Because there are marriages that should still be in existence today, but because of unforgiveness in either of the spouse's heart. And, and here's what's so powerful. Don is saying he forgave his wife and was like, I'm done. We're good. Let's move on. And said, and he only brings it up only to bear light to help other people, but he doesn't bring it up in spite or when there's an argument or when it gets heated or when it gets tough or when she does, when and Tanya and Donna are not perfect, but when Tanya messes up and it's one of those big mess ups or arguments, he's not throwing it in her face. That's huge guys, because we and we as couples, we sometimes want to hit below the belt. So Don has chosen to take the high road in an area that most people can't, and that's why they can't survive. So again, I applaud both of you um, for that. My wife, I know you're listening. You're probably on your way back home. This isn't your get out of jail free card, but I'm just telling you, I, you know, if you stepped out and maybe it was Boris Kojo or, you know, uh, uh, Sean Connery back in the day, she had a little crust on Sean Connery. If you stepped out on me with any of the, with those two, I, I get it. I, I'm gonna forgive you. And because Don is talking to me and I've seen it, we're okay. Right. <laughs> Just those two guys, all right. Maybe, maybe from, uh, uh, from Thor, you know, because I can tell she kind of she 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 likes watching Thor a lot. So I, I maybe him too, you know, but uh. I'm just, I mean, in all, in all actuality, in seriousness, um, your transparency is, is, uh, Don for men. That's huge. Tanya. Wow. You guys, um, again, are a power couple. I'm really looking forward to even some more questions. So, um, that being said, Tanya loss, loss. Oh, and, and here's not cookie. Well, what about Idris Elba? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all are funny. You know, y'all get off, get off this Facebook feed. Uh, no, don't be bringing more into this now. Um, so I'm going to tell you, you got Ebony and Garcia Witt. That's family um, from North Carolina. Her and my wife went to school together. Um, just to tell you their story, she's 42 and just got pregnant. Um, they're having their first child, so I'm really excited for them. Um, Tanya, dealing with loss, and this is something that... Um, I, I love your transparency. The alopecia, mm -hmm. which a lot of women are dealing with, mm -hmm. but don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, um, men, there's certain things we do not want to talk about. But I just love the fact that we're having this platform because there are so many women that that are dealing with that. And when I ran the numbers and the research, Tanya, it happens to quite a few Yep. I mean, it's 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 quite a few. The number is large. But women, so how did you dealing with hair loss? 41 percent are dealing with hair loss, and majority of them will never tell anybody. Mm -hmm. And what did you say? The majority will never tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, what empowered you to be? the one who says, you know, I'm going to go against the, the the statistics because other women need to hear me because, y'all, I want you to understand when Tanya, and I'm just reading some of your articles, Tanya, Tanya, when you decided to be brave, to be a brave heart, to be transparent, it's actually 
in the area of, of pain that you had conquered, you actually became almost a national spokesperson for it. You were getting, you know, people calling you left and right to, to, to touch on it. So tell us about that. Well, it, it I, I had locks <laughs> like down, down my shoulder and um, they were just standing, went to the doctor and she said, you know, hey, let's do some tests. Da, da, da. In the meanwhile, they're still falling out. And um, eventually she told me I had what was alopecia. Never even heard of that word. Um, and so for about two or three years, I couldn't even say the word without like breaking down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so went to my husband about it. And I was like, babe, here's a pamphlet. She told me, you know, take these pills, creams, shots. Um, it's a possibility my hair can grow back. However, um, it can affect my liver. It can affect my kidneys, this and the third. And my husband was like, babe, he was like, it ain't even worth it. <laughs> like, for real, he was like, I love you. I don't care whether you have no hair, some hair, whatever. Um, and so, honestly, I didn't go back to the doctor after that, you know. And so um, it took a lot of effort wow. for me to one day I just got up and um, I went to him. And I'm sorry. No. And I just told him I wanted to cut it all off because I had bald spots all over. Wow. So he took me to the barber shop and um, I just sat in the chair. And um, the barber just cut all my hair off. And it was painful for me because in the barber shop, there's all these men there. <laughs> So here I am, this woman with a head full of hair, and I'm watching all these men watch me get my hair cut off. And so that was very painful for me. Um, and so I just I got in the car and I just cried and I cried and I cried. My husband just held me and we went home and I cried some more and he held me and he was just like, babe, it's going to be okay. And so for about three years, I just act like I was bald because I wanted to be bald. Mm-hmm. And um, it, someone just kept, people just kept making comments about, girl, when you going to grow your hair out and this and the third. And I finally had just had my, like, I was at my wit's end. And so I went on Facebook and did this long post about me being bald and why I was bald and things of that nature. And immediately like right after that my facebook um messaging was exploded with people saying i'm dealing with the same thing i've been wearing a wig for years my husband didn't even know and women who were going to bed with wigs on their heads because they were afraid you know and so and i mean women that we knew we were like oh my god you know these women are suffering in silence and so it's just i just took it on as my mission to educate women and say it's okay and since then I think I've had like two or three women finally cut all their hair off that have been hiding behind wigs for forever um and so to now see them in their full glory without any hair and living boldly and proudly and their husbands accepting them you know um it's just beautiful I mean it's painful at times there are some times where I grieve over my, you know, over losing it because um, statistics have shown that for women, losing their hair is akin to losing a limb. Um, and so, you know, especially if you grew up in the church and they said a woman's hair is her glory. Mm-hmm. So 
For a while, I kind of struggled with that. Would my husband find me attractive? Would he find me feminine? You know, all those things. Would people think I was gay? I mean, all those things would cross my mind, you know. Um, job interviews. How would people view me on a job interview? Would they think I was sick or, you know, so those are things that people don't think about. Um, and so I just really, um, through the help of my husband, I've really been able to help other women. I had an Embracing Your Baldness conference where I had two and three two and three-year-old little girls there who were fully bald, no eyelashes, eyebrows, nothing. We took them on a, a spa day, just the, the, we yeah. took them and, you know, they got their nails done and, you know, everything. And other little girls in the spa were like, oh my God, you know, staring at them. But then their parents came and asked me questions. So I was able to then educate parents in this, in this spa um, about alopecia. And so since then, it's just been, you know, something where I've been able to help other women. Um, and then my husband has even, you know, written um, a couple times about it just for men and saying for men to, you know, love their wives because black men have been sold a, a, a bag of goods about hair, you know, and that, uh, and I think that's why so many women wear weave and things of that nature because we've been sold into, we have to have hair. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I've been, I lost my hair in 2010, it's 2018, so it's just been my mission to just allow it to be um, an open door to have conversation. Wow. Um, Don, did you want to say anything on that as well, um, from a male point of view? Well, I mean, my wife um, losing her hair through alopecia you know, it was really no big deal to me in a sense of like, it didn't change my love for her. It didn't change how I viewed her or saw her or anything. I was still attracted to her. She's still the same person. She just doesn't have any hair. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, and a lot of brothers, they are caught up on hair, gotta be flowing down your back, thick, wavy or whatever. But I refuse to hold my wife hostage um, by wearing a wig or, or taking shots or ejections that I don't know what could do to her or anything like that. You know, my thing is like, hey, be natural. And like now today, when you see women like from South Africa, this is a trend in South Africa now. To have your hair cut close like this, 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 this is a trend. We were out one day in the city and some women asked my wife, are you from South Africa? Because women are cutting their hair like this in South Africa. Nice. You know, low, just like, like, just like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, yeah, it never bothered me. I always supported my wife because I just felt like it, it was no big deal. And like I said, I wasn't going to be one of those brothers that was going to be so shallow and hold my wife hostage. Well, you, you need to wear a wig. You need to this. You need to that. You know, I, I was I wasn't going to do that to her. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, it just it just it is not that serious. It is not that serious to be taking shots wearing wigs and, and all that other stuff. Hey, and you know what? I think she likes it cool like this anyway. <laughs> Especially in the summertime. It's cool like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, now, so as you, you guys may or may, you don't know me, but um, so it's, when I see anybody cry, I, I start crying. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm crying McKnight. Um, <laughs> I, I am. I'm crying McKnight. Um, but you have so many people and, you know, um, here's my wife, you know, my wife is, I think she's probably either on the side of the road um, commenting or she's doing this while driving, which I think she's probably not. 
Um, but she says, you have me in tears. Um, your heart is beautiful. Um, strength and beauty is what I see from Tanisha, Tanisha Crockett. Um, my, my sister from Phoenix, um, Celia, she says, amazing. Um, wow, girl, you are rocking it. This is from Miss Wilson, K.R. Wilson. Y'all, um, I'm going to tell you, I'm from a guy perspective, and this is why I love this show. From a guy perspective, Don, you you the man, Don. Um, I think that's what is emotional for me because so many men place so much on their wives to perform, you know, to have the nice body, to, you know, have this long flowing hair. And it's so much that they put on their wives to do, and they ain't tight. You know, <laughs> right. you, you know what I mean? And, and you ain't tight. But I love the fact that you were like, you know what? I'm good either way, baby. I'm good. And I can tell that she's, and again, I know it still hurts sometimes, but Don, what I've seen is you put a hedge of protection around your wife. And women know through intuition, they know when you're real or not. So she knows, okay, my, my husband's good, which makes her good. And, and I would assume more confident as well, Tanya, when you're going through those days and periods and the commentary, you're like, you know what? Bump all y'all. My husband, if he's good with it, I'm good. And I think that's just so powerful. Now that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to take off the black love part. That's love. That's what love is about, y'all. It's never... It's never 50-50. It's sometimes you're having to go 100% the whole way in that area where your spouse can't give even 1%. Right. That's what my book is about. It's it's 50 is it's never 50-50 in a marriage. It never is. And so that's what um Don, I'm going to tell you man, you I you coming back <laughs> when you come out with the book and we're going to talk um, because this is amazing. This is a, a an amazing conversation. Very real. Um, this is this is good, y'all. This is therapeutic for me, and and I love to cry. I'm gonna I'm I'm in touch with my emotions. I love to cry. I think I've I've teared up a couple of times. I'm just glad the lighting doesn't show it. But um, <laughs> y'all, this is this is what love is about. That being said. Um, Wow, there's wow. See, you got you got see you have women chiming in right now. Um man, you got, you know, beautiful testimony, admire your confidence. Um wow, you, you got Sierra Leone, she has alopecia too. Um my wife says she's in the driveway, <laughs> she's coming through in a second. Um this is what it's about. I want to transition though. Mm-hmm. How have you what did you guys do from a business perspective for all those up and coming authors and all those people that want to give back through their pain that they overcame and sometimes are still dealing with, but they want to help people with their testimony, with their test. What did you guys do to you know, gain such national attention? What did you do? Because some people do want to know. Um, well, it, it started with the book. Um, and it just so happened that, and I'm, this is just a small sidebar when you're walking in purpose, doors open for you. 
Um, and so that's something I've been having to tell a lot of people because people have been asking me, what did you do? What did you do? Doors really have opened for me um, where I haven't had to do anything but just be. Um, and then someone would say, hey, um, that's how we were able to do Congressional Black Caucus and NAACP, speak at those places where a friend of a friend was like, hey, here's a couple that talks about marriage and relationship. And then they sent us the emails like, hey, can you be, you know, at the convention center in D.C. this day, this time, send us a picture, you know. And so we're driving around trying to get a picture taken, you know, to, to send. So it's like doors open for us without us even having for having to put forth the effort. There are some things. I mean, I, I had to get a mentor. I had to get a coach. I had to get my book, um, the branding and you know, all this stuff, get clear about my messaging. Um for my book and then as well as for the alopecia so those are some things you have to make some financial investments into making those things happen but the rest of it really when you're walking in your purpose i think they say when god gives you a vision he he, he gives provision and that's really what has happened and then in those relationships of showing up um we have a little saying when you show up you go up um and so we would go to different events i would serve i volunteer all the time i volunteer at so many um, people's events that I admire. And I go to volunteer. I don't go to get anything out of them, starstruck or anything like that. I really go, I'm giving water. Can I get you something to eat? I'll run the Starbucks for you. You know, I'm not too hum I'm not too haughty to do that, you know. Um, and so that's what I do. I serve a lot. Um, when there's conferences, events going on, I show up and I'm I'm getting people's water. I'm getting their their meals that they want or what have you. And I don't think it robbery. And I think that's why people have a level of respect. In, in, the, in that space because people see me serving with a servant's heart as opposed to me showing up as a groupie or things of that nature. So then they'll say, hey, here's Tanya, here's this person, here's my connection, here's my this, here's, here's my that. And that's how the door opened. The way we got on Oprah Winfrey Network is through my, my writing. I was, I'm a blogger and someone from the network was Googling, just like you were Googling blended family, someone was Googling whatever, I don't even know what they were Googling. And I showed up. And so from there, um, they reached out and was like, hey, we love your transparency. We want you on the show. Um, so that's really how a lot of things have happened for us is just being having a pure heart, being authentic, being transparent, um, not trying to just get with people so we can get from them, but really just serving people. Um, and so that's that's really I mean. I, there's no magic formula. There's no magic pill. Right. Just really serving. I tell people all the time: if you serve and you give and you sow, you you'll reap. I mean, that's that's just real. You will reap through sowing. Man, you know what, y'all? So, uh, and my team just said this: when you show up, you go up. I want to add a little bit more to that: when you show up, you go up with no hidden agenda, right? Um, because Tanya, me and you both know Don. We we all three of us know that you can serve, but still have false humility. Mm, and yeah. you know, I I really appreciate. So I want y'all to hear this. If you are a person that is wanting to build your platform, right? I want to make sure you heard what what Don and Tanya were saying. Serve, serve with no hidden agenda. You when you serve. You, you reap the benefits of that. And sometimes you might not see it. Am I right, Tanya, Don? You might not see it right then and there. But I would probably say, Don, Tanya, y'all have been sowing some seeds for a good long while. 
So that blog post, that was from seeds planted months and years ago. The pain that you had to endure. You, you, you can't be transparent on something unless you went through that something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we even said that my husband said that to me the other day. He was like, you know, you got to tell people it took us 19 years to get here. <laughs> you know, 19 years of having been in an in unhealthy marriage and then working through that process, have, having these low points in our marriage, working through that, the therapy, talking, the arguments, you know, then coming back together again and saying, OK, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? You know, so it took time. It wasn't, we're not an overnight success. It really took time to get to where we are because now we can, we can give people a, a message that is authentic, is real, is not made up. I mean, we got friends and families who can show you the receipts, you know, they, they were there, you know, <laughs> when all this crazy stuff was going on. Took so, right, my husband took the bed apart in the middle of the night and was leaving me, you know, so I mean. I don't even know where I was going with the bed. Who's going to put on my back? <laughs> And we had a friend there at the time who talked about the list and was like, nah, man, take the bed back upstairs, put it back together, you know. So. Look, because that's the only thing I had coming that's into the marriage was a bed. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, well, I've, been there too. I've been there too. I, I think, um, you know, and it's just to add some, some levity. Um, I had gotten mad with my wife early on. I think it was year one of our marriage and I had found this TV in the dumpster. It was laying on the side of the dumpster. I got mad with her one day and walked out with my TV. And my little <laughs> TV, it was, it was it was about 300 pounds, but I'm I'm lugging it. I'm like, and I look back and I'm like, you were, you were a fool. What what is wrong? With you? Right. You know, I'm with you, Don. I'm with you. It's we the we it's like, the principle. <laughs> it's the principle. It's the principalities of the thing. Yeah, you know, it's it, it was mine. So, um, you know, I, I Don, I, I'm just telling you, Tanya, this has been an amazing show. We're coming up on an hour and I feel like we oh. could go another three hours. I mean, it's been, yeah, it's already 6.57. Um, man, I don't want to let y'all go. We're going to have to do this again. Now, Tanya, Tanya, Don, I know that I'm going to have to get on your calendar probably months in advance as things start really escalating um, with your with your plat individual platforms and and co-platforms uh, which you working this together but um, I think the family I, we already have what like 73 comments wow um, I mean we we got wow um, KR Wilson she just said I love the, I love your story the transparency is a true blessing. You give me so much courage. Um, she's telling you guys this. Um, man, it, it's it's this has been a phenomenal show. I want to ask you this and I want to type this in. How what is the best way for people to get in contact with you and follow your your platform, your brand? Um, well, um, together we're uh the real Barnett's on all social media. Um, so that's the real Barnett's with the S on the end. Um, so we're on Instagram and Twitter there. Um, and we have a website that's coming. Um, and then my website is realwifemovement.com. Um, that's where my blog is. That's where people can purchase my book. Um, but if people want to work with me, they can go to realwifecoach.com. Um, and okay. I do uh, coach women wise. I have a Facebook group called the Real Wife Movement. So if anyone wants to join us there, 
And we talk about supporting and uplifting not only black men, but each other as black women and our children. So we celebrate our children as well, what our children are doing, things of that nature. Um, and then my husband is Don Barnett and then three eyes because he's the third, but you got to put eyes. Um, so he's Don Barnett on all social media. Don Barnett and then three eyes. Okay. Follow Don at, uh, here, let me get this. Um, matter of fact, my social media team will get that um, uh, printed out and we'll post that so everybody can see it on this feed. Um, what are, if you could tell me this before we go and I let you guys get back to that good barbecue that Don cooked, <laughs> what are the top three things that you would like to share with people on today? Um, what are those three things? Don, Tanya, what, what are your top three things that if somebody was on the verge of giving up on their marriage, what would you tell them? I would say one of the things um, we always practice in our own home is um, listening without judgment. You know, um, you have to give the person um, a, a safe and secure space to speak their truth. And once they do speak their truth, regardless of whether you like it or don't like it, it's still their truth. So respect mm -hmm. it and then see, you know, how you may have played a part in, in those feelings and see where you can go and meet at to basically kind of move forward. Mm -hmm. You know, not get so caught up in what the person said or didn't say, but see how you can move forward together. Man, that's a good one. That's a listen without judgment. Yes, yeah. My wife, my, you, you, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think we as couples, every couple ha can have that challenge. I know I do. Uh, my wife is constantly um, telling me that. So um, like I said, we've been married 17 years, but it's not easy. It's not perfect for us. Um, number two, in, in that listening with judgment, without judgment, without judgment um, the second thing I would say is be quiet sometimes. <laughs> so I'm just being honest. You got to be quiet sometimes, especially for, for women. Um, one of the things my husband used to say to me all the time is stop trying to fix me, just listen. Um, and so definitely being quiet um, and, and listening just to give him a space to, to talk. Um, and so that's something I'm trying to do a lot and I don't get it all the time. And there's still times where he's like, babe, can you just listen to me? Stop trying to fix me. Um, and so I'm really, and then now he'll be like, well, did you hear what I said? <laughs> Cause he's so used to me always responding, you know, like I'm listening. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so definitely, um, be quiet and just listen because if we don't listen, trust and believe. Somebody's going to bail herself, whether she's at church, the gym, work. Somebody's going to listen to him. Right. So why not it be you? So Ooh. Ooh, why? Ooh, all right. And what's number three? That's a good one. Th those two are good. <laughs> and uh, number three, you can't go wrong with this. Forgive mm -hmm. and love. Forgive and love. Forgive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Y'all, you know what? I think from the hour conversation we've had that forgiving love we're seeing it on display i mean 
what y'all have had to go through and still are, right? I mean, um, as long as you'll be married, as long as we're married, there's there's challenges that we're gonna continue to face, but I'm seeing all three of those points in action just in the hour that I've had with you. And I'm gonna say again, guys, go get the book. It's on Amazon. You can also go to Tanya's website. I would I would assume the Real Wife Movement. You can order it there. Would Real you prefer movement.com? Realwifemovement.com. Now, um, that being said, um, I have people asking, where are you gonna be? Is there you're gonna be on any shows soon or you know, any conferences? Um, what's going on with you guys over the next few months? Um, for the next few months, um, we don't really have any conferences coming up. We will be on season three of Black Love. So we did find out that we'll be on season three. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, but we, right now, this summer, we, we got kids going to college. We have a grand, brand new grandbaby. So I'll be actually awesome. helping my daughter with her baby soon. And so, um, you know, we really wanted to make sure that we were available to our kids. Um, because we don't ever want them to feel like, well, Dad, our parents are putting um, this in front of us. You know, we always want to, and, and, and you started the, you started your program off saying that about your son, that you want your kids to understand that, you know, th there could be none of that if our home life is jacked up. You know, I don't want to um, be a, a, a public success and a private failure. I never want to do that. So right now we're really focusing on um, our baby girl going to college, getting her prepared for that. Don's book is coming out. Um, we're shooting for September-ish. Um, yeah. September, that's what we're shooting for. Um, so yeah, but we're open to coming to conferences. If there's you know people who want us to come out either together or individually, we're definitely open to that um, because we definitely want to get our message out about hope and and understanding that. Um, and, and I shared this when I was on the time joining morning show because they, they were saying that they didn't believe that every marriage can can stay together. And I said it can if both people are committed to doing the work. Um, so that's our message. You both have to be committed to see it through. You, The wife can't be the one praying and hoping and wishing and the husband is just dead set and locked in and he's not changing and vice versa. They both have to do the work. Um, and it just starts with Laying down your pride, laying down your pride, and owning your stuff. Yeah, own your stuff. Owning it, man. That's a that's a huge one. I'm just telling you, it's it's it can be hard for anybody. I know men again with our egos and stuff. It's hard. So, Don, um, I thank you for throwing that out there too, Tanya. This has been great. I don't want to end this conversation. I really want to. Um, dig a little deeper and ask a few more questions and let people comment. But I, I also know it's 8.05 on the East Coast and you guys want to get back to, um, now you got me a little, uh, <laughs> but I'm excited um, for you guys, your future. I want to have you back on, Don. Um, Tanya, we'll be looking at uh, season three mm -hmm. on uh, of, of Black Love. I wish you guys nothing but continued success. Please, please let me have you back on the show again. And this is what I think I'm gonna do. I have, I have, um, there's a couple of other wife coaches that I have. I wanna do a panel interview. Okay. 
uh, all three of y'all, because all three of y'all are are sharp in 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 your own thing, man. Um, oh, so so okay. One one question. One question from the from 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 people. This is from Vinzeal. Um, it's like my, my my niece. All right, she says, "Do you give up?" Do you give up? So my wife just walked in and you're hearing that feedback because uh, the missus is, but honey, but, but babe, you got to turn it off though, honey, because uh, it's getting feedback. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the Facebook Live while she's walking around the house. I'm like, babe, but okay. Sorry. So, sorry about that. She, uh, Vinzil says, do you give up when the other party isn't committed? Um, let me say this. If I say this all the time. You have to do what's best for you. I, I would never advocate somebody leaving their marriage and I would never advocate somebody staying. What I do advocate is doing the work. Um, and you have to know where that parameter um, stands for you. Um, what I did initially, my husband did not want to go to counseling. So I did all I could do. I had a prayer partner. I prayed um, and I trust and I believe God. And so in the midst of that, then my husband went to counseling, I went to counseling, and then we, we were able to go to counseling together. Um, so, but I made a choice to stay. Um, I can't tell somebody what to do. I, I, that's just something we don't do. We don't tell somebody stay, go, or what have you. We just tell people what we did in order to make our marriage work. And, and that's part of that owning their stuff. And sometimes people aren't mature enough to do that yet. You know, if, if, that, if that other person isn't mature enough, you know, you have to make that determination. Is this something I'm, I'm willing to pray through and, and seeing what's on the other side? I mean, I can only imagine if I quit at year five, you know, Don and I wouldn't be here in front of y'all right now. So, you know, and at one point he was like, ain't nothing wrong with me. It's all you, you know, and so you crazy and, you know, all this other stuff. But I really was committed and I love my husband enough to stand in the gap for him and pray for him and for his heart to, to change. And then once his heart changed towards me, then I was able to change. So, you know, that, that's all I can say to that. And another thing too is um, a person has to do more than just tell you they're committed. They have to show you they're committed through mm -hmm. the things that they're doing in their actions. Because a lot of times people will say, yeah, babe, I'm a change. I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a do this, I'm a do that. But really, it's your actions that is going to get you back in the door, not your lip service. A lot of times, women, men, they'll make the mistakes and they'll get back into these relationships. And the person hasn't done any kind of work to better themselves or improve themselves. They just sold you a bill of goods. You bought it, believed it without any kind of receipt. And now, now you're back in the same situation because you, the person was, was not able to prove that they have done anything to to better themselves. They 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 showed you nothing. They just gave you a bunch of lip service and you bought it. Wow. Y'all, um, wow. Okay. I uh I hope that answered your question, um, Vinzil. This uh <laughs> that was some good knowledge. Y'all, y'all are getting some good coaching on tonight. If you want to extend that coaching with some people that have actually been through it, not just seen it on TV, not just read about it. These people have been through it so they can speak with the
experience. All right, there's in in coaching. Once you have the experience, you need to reach out to them. They do they do offer coaching. Um, so I, I'm going to say this again, um, y'all. Follow these people. Share this broadcast. I know that there is somebody that can that can benefit your friend, your wife, your mother, your brother, your uncle, somebody can benefit. Please share this broadcast. These were relevant topics coming from a a very transparent couple. The Barnetts, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being transparent. Man, you guys are awesome. Um, I gotta have y'all on again, but uh, I'm gonna let you go. I don't wanna let you go, but I'm gonna (laughs) let you go. And uh, man, this is this has just been um, a great conversation. Wow. All right. I will talk with y'all later. Blended Family Playbook. I'll see y'all next Sunday. We got a really special uh, show coming up. Barnett's. Um, if you want, you can overnight me some of that barbecue or next time I'm on that side of the country, uh, we have a cookout. We're going to have a cookout. Let's do it. Right. OK, man. I'll see y'all later. I love y'all. Blended Family. Keep being intentional. Make that marriage work. Make that family work. It's not going to happen unless you put intention in there with God as the foundation. All right. I talk with y'all later. See you next week. Love you. Barnett's y'all are amazing. Thank God for you. We'll we'll be talking soon. All right. Bye bye. Okay. All right. Bye now.